Hi, this is Laurel. You're back at Laurel's Real Money Talks, our podcast where we teach people how to make money, keep money, and invest money. You know, this being incorporated is critical. Companies make money, being an LLC, limited partnership, S Corp, C Corp. It's a principle all over the world. Those are just our U.S. entities. And, you know, individuals get taxed. So you need to become incorporated. I have an absolute expert with us. He's actually on our Live Out Loud team, Wagner. He's been at LegalZoom for years and years, and we snagged him away to come work with us. So he's an expert at it. So Wagner, talk to our folks about just the basics, like what does it take to set up an entity? Because most folks that are not doing it, they just don't know how easy it is. Right. Uh, really, there's four primary steps you have to complete to be an entity. The first one is you have to submit the necessary paperwork with the state to get uh, your LLC incorporation formed. Those are usually called articles of incorporation or articles of organization. Once the state has approved your entity, the second thing you want to do is you want to create your internal organizational document, usually called bylaws for incorporations, mm -hmm. an operating agreement for LLCs. Next thing you want to do is you want to contact the IRS and obtain your federal tax identification number, which is essentially your business's social security number. And then the fourth thing you have to do is open a bank account. Your entity must have its own separate bank account. You should not be mingling personal and business matters, so you have to open its own account for the entity. And so, as far as a lot of folks, because this is all over the world, where in America would you say, because I think it's an ongoing question, is where should they open their entity? Does it have to be in the state that they live? or It does not have to be in the, in the state that you live. Um, Delaware and Nevada are very popular because they're very business friendly. They're also inexpensive to create the entity, and when it comes to taxes, it's usually pretty favorable. Uh, yeah. A lot of states in the, in the country will charge you a significant amount to have an entity. Now, where you should form, that's maybe something you should speak to an accountant or attorney, but just do know that it does not have to be in the state where you are. Uh, there are options. You can form wherever is most beneficial for your entity, for your business. Perfect. So what are the mistakes most people make? Because yeah, I, I want to go, like, I'm going to go right in there. Most people think, well, I'll just go on the state, you know, doc, the state website and I'll do it myself. Right. Well, the, the, the two things I would say is, first off, is people do not know that once you create the entity, there are ongoing requirements that the state will impose on you. Specifically, the two requirements are, one, you have to usually pay an annual tax, a minimum fee just to have the entity. And secondly, you have to file what's called an annual report, which is basically just a, a report of, of updates on a, per, a periodic basis, who's part of your company, your business address, your registered agent, how many shares of stock you have. If you do not file those things, the entity may become inactive, and that means that you will not be receiving the benefits of having an entity, such as liability protection. Um, one of the main benefits of having an entity is if you were, God forbid, to be sued, the entity will provide liability protection to you. Your personal assets will be protected from a lawsuit. However, if you let your entity uh, go defunct and become inactive because you did not uh, fulfill your annual requirements, that protection will no longer be afforded to your business. And so, what are the things that, besides the end of report, like what else do they need to do to maintain their entity? So they need, like during the course of the year? Uh, if you, uh, an example would be if you are a corporation, even if it's only one person and you hold all positions, you have to have an annual board of director meetings. People don't know that. They assume that you have to have two or more people to have a director meeting, but a one-person corporation does have to have an annual director meeting. Uh, people will ask, how do you have a meeting with yourself? I was yourself? just going to say, how do you uh, have a meeting It's not a conversation, <laughs> so to speak. It's not a conversation. You don't talk to yourself in the mirror. Uh, instead, what you do is you record the ongoings of the business throughout the year. I open an account on this date. I entered into a, an agreement on this date, things like that. Yeah. So you just keep uh, records of what your business transactions were throughout the year, and that would suffice for a business meeting. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. So... 
how do you, because I think a lot of people also, I'm gonna to speak to those of you that have companies and you haven't used them properly. So what if they have gone into default? Would you recommend they get it out of default, just lay it down, start a new one? I think a lot of people don't know how to That's run their company. Good question. Um, depending on the situation, what state you're in, how long the entity has been inactive, you may have an accrued significant amount of taxes and penalties. It may be more beneficial to just form a brand new entity from scratch and leave the other one essentially inactive. Um, that would mean that you have to get a new federal tax identification number, so if you had built any business history with the previous entity with the old yeah. federal ID number, that's gone. However, you get away from having to pay all the additional fees and taxes to reinstate the company. So do you want to keep the business, uh, the, the business experience and history you had before, or do you want to start from scratch and not have to pay those penalties to reactivate the company? So, so probably check with an accountant to check see with an accountant what your best to see. Exactly. choices are. There could be as little as a couple hundred dollars to reactivate the company, or it could be literally thousands upon thousands of dollars. So it just depends on what state you're in and how long your entity has been inactive. Awesome. Thank you for being here. I appreciate your expertise. And again, you are at Laurel's Real Money Talks. We are talking about how to keep your money and how to do it right. So at any time, go to AskLaurel.com, put in your name, phone number, and email. And in the question line, say, I want to talk to Wagner. I want to talk to somebody at Live Out Loud, an accountant. Let us help you get this right because uh, it's going to cost you a fortune to get it wrong. So thank you. Appreciate thank it. Thank you.